Welcome to this week's edition of Coach Prep. Coach Don and I are here in the Cherokee Batting Range Podcast Studio getting ready to record episode number 98. We're going to talk about teaching our players to get up. It sounds like in the morning, Tori. Like yeah, we'll, we'll out get of bed, to that in a second. Before, before we get too involved in that topic, uh, let's talk about our sponsors. First off, the Anderson Bat Company. Everything Fast Pitch is very proud to have Anderson Bat Company as our presenting sponsor. Anderson Bat Company is using the latest and greatest bat technology to corner the market in the fast pitch world. They have the minus 9 rocket tech, the minus 10 carbon, and the minus 11 carbon light. Anderson Bat Company is using this technology to put a high-performing bat in the hands of hitters that really know the difference between a good bat and a great bat. We're also working with Anderson to provide a discount for all of our listeners. Go to the Anderson Bat Company website and order your bats. Use the EFP20 discount, which is for everything fast pitch, and you'll get a 20% discount. It's a great way for you to save a little bit of money on a great bat and also help support everything fast pitch at the same time. And make sure you take advantage of that EFP20 discount. It's good for uh, you. It's going to save you some money, and it's good for us. It gets uh, another way for you to help support what we're doing with the podcast. Also, make sure you pe- check out patreon.com slash everythingfastpitch. If you're in a position where you can become a patron, Coach Don and I would truly appreciate the support. There's three different levels. Uh, we're going to be doing a raffle for our patrons. People that have, have been uh, supporting us are going to have a chance to win a uh, Anderson bat, and we're very excited about that. We appreciate Anderson's support in that uh, endeavor. But uh, please, if you can, five, ten, or twenty dollars a month, we can really use the support as a way for us to keep the podcast rolling and keep it free. That's the only way we keep it going. Yeah, no doubt yeah. about it. So, Don, teaching your players to get up. So, let's picture two different scenarios, both of which aggravate the heck out of me. Ever notice like we spend a lot of time talking about things that make me mad? <laughs> But that just makes our teams better. If they're am, not am doing I, the things am, that make you mad, then they're going to be better players. Am I just the crabby old man that's always mad about something? <laughs> I don't know. But so, your shortstop is a real go-getter. Yeah. Ball gets hit in the 5-6 hole. Gobbles them all up. She dives for it, yep. tips off of her glove, and she lays there. Well, she missed it, Tori, so right. that's a bummer. Runner it? at first base. Yep. Takes her lead off. Pickoff play or potential double play on a line drive. She dives back and lays there. Right. Or even Cause, worse. Because we're safe. So we even just worse, lay there and lays there, there and immediately calls time out so that she can stop play when she gets up. So as, let's talk about the base runner first. As she's rolling over and right. throwing a hand up. Yeah. So I'm with you. No. Okay. Is this a crazy topic or not? I don't know. But here's what I think I think that we have base runners. That when they dive back, the dive back is great. I think it's you know it's it's good that they're doing it. It's the right idea. It's the right way to do it. But the thought that as soon as I know I'm safe, I'm supposed to you know stop paying attention to everything else to try to get the umpire's attention to call time, is probably costing us some opportunities for something positive to happen. So what I'm hearing, Tori, is once they call time, everything stops, right? Well, uh, so they can get up, they now, can brush off, they can do everything. Right. But what else might happen? Right. Well, I mean. There's about a million things that could happen. So let's say she's uh, a line drive gets hit to the second baseman, and she's diving back. She knows she hears the umpire yell safe. She can't really see much of what's going on because she's down there on the ground. So she, instead of looking around and paying attention and seeing what's happening, she's so busy getting the umpire's attention to try to call time that she might not notice that the ball's rolling around someplace, that it got overthrown, that it... Second baseman threw it to the pitcher. And right. It, 
got that, away. That there's some some reason where she might have been able to do something other than lay on the ground and call time. But for her, it was easier to call time so she could take her right. time getting up and right. not and, have to and hold now, the base. I, I understand that some of this is if we call time, then we don't have to be quite so careful when we get up. You know, We don't have to make sure that I have a hand on the base and then I put a foot on the base before I take my hand off of the base. I have a little bit more uh, freedom to just stand up, dust myself off, and get ready for the next play. Walk around, shake it out. Yeah, once time is called. But I think that what's happening is we have players that have such a quick habit of just immediately calling for time that they're not paying attention to some of the other stuff that could be going on, a possible overthrow, a possible misplay. Now, of course, you should have a first base coach who's you know aware enough of what's going on to help you, but if... We're waiting to hear our first base coach say something. We might have wasted a second that's the difference between I'm already on my way to second base or now I'm starting to look around trying to figure out what's happening that my coach is screaming that I should be going to second base. So what you're saying in get up is that we need to hurry up and get up. Right, get up. Just as, that. And again, we have to practice this because you know so much of what we talk about comes back to practice. So if I dove back and I'm on my belly, I've got to practice getting up quickly keeping or one hand on the base while I get one foot on the base so that I'm always in contact with the base. So if the first baseman's standing there with the ball, I don't wander off the base and get tagged out. So I have to practice getting up quickly without losing contact with the base. But my instinct should be when I dive back, I want to get up and get ready to go as fast as I can just in case there's an opportunity to take a base somewhere. Sure. Maybe uh, I dove back and I was safe. I heard the umpire call safe. All of a sudden, the first baseman wheels around and says, wait a second, I've got another play someplace. She starts throwing the ball to you know, third or second or someplace else to try to make a play. If I've already gotten up and am aware of what's going on, looking around and know for myself that there might be an opportunity, I might get a base every once in a while that I won't get otherwise if I'm slow and lackadaisical and you know, taking my time and making sure that I call time out before I try to move. Yeah, no, I'm envisioning a very casual and lazy approach to, you know, after I've been called safe. Right. And we, we want to get away from that. Yeah, Just, almost like I, I did my hard work by diving back, so now I want to stop and have, have a time to bask in the glory of the fact that I actually don't I back. made it, yeah. right. Okay, I was safe. Everybody stop so I can dust off. <laughs> right. Right. So let's practice that one first, because the base running one, I think, is costing us some opportunities. Now, how many times a year does it happen? I don't know, once or twice, but if it happens once or twice and that means we win one more game or we advance one stage further in a tournament or we win a championship because it was the one time that I got up quickly and was ready to advance, that makes a big difference and then it's certainly worth it. And we talk about doing things right. That's just doing it right. Yeah. Yeah. So the other one that we talked about is the infielder who dives for a ball. Sure. I say this thing all the time to, to players, especially infielders. Say, well, if you dive for that, I'll know for sure, which means that if they, a ball gets hit in the gap, ball gets hit in the hole, if they dive for it and they don't make the play, I know they've done everything they possibly can, and that ball was a clean hit. It's the only way to know. Right. If they don't dive, I'll always have that doubt in my mind. Well, if she would have dove for that, she might have caught it. And I, I have that you know, conversation in my mind uh, way more often than I wish I had to. But then the second part of it is, so if I'm the shortstop and I dive for that ball in the 5-6 hole and I don't come up with it, do I lay there and make sure that everybody knows that I dove for the ball and then I take my dear sweet time getting up and kind of float around and just stand about where I where I uh, dove? Or do I 
get up as quickly as I can and get back involved in the play and get back to where I'm supposed to be to be the cutoff person or whatever it is, a relay person or whatever my job might be based on, on what happened after I dove and did not end up with the ball in my glove. I'm going to vote for uh, the thought B, Yeah, the second one. Yeah. Let's get up quickly. Let's get ready to go. Let's yep. get back involved in the play. Because the old laying there acting like uh, I don't know how to get up thing like or, or that I need time to gather myself to get back up, um, again, is potential trap that's going to cost us opportunities. You know, using that scenario, if I'm the shortstop and I dive for a ball in the 5-6 hole, it means it's a base hit to left field, and depending upon where the base runners were when I dove, I've got some place that I have to be. There's other roles. If, there, yeah, yeah. if there's nobody else on base, i got to get back up to be the cutoff person for that throw that's going to be going to second base. If there was a runner at first, got to get up and get lined up for that throw that's going to third base. If there was a runner at second and she's trying to score, now i got to get back up and be that potential relay person or the cutoff Either person to, uh, to second or third, third for the yeah. secondary runner. You know, I've always got some place to be, and it's not laying on the ground. <laughs> that and doesn't so, show well either, right? right? And yeah. so part of the, the challenge is, so let's practice diving. Let's practice diving and getting up as quickly as we can. Because the second part of it is, if I dive as a shortstop, and I dive in that 5-6 hole, what's the point of diving if I'm not going to get up and do something with the ball? Because you may get it right. other times, right? So if it's yeah. in my glove and I'm still laying there, hey, look at this, everybody, I stopped it. I got it. Well, it's like you know, one-third of the fun. But how about you get so good at getting up quickly that now you can you know, at least get up to your knees and throw it to third, or you can get up and do the uh, reverse pivot throw and go to second, or you can you know, really you know, impress the heck out of everybody and stand up, plant that right foot, and throw that laser beam across to first base. That just finishes the amazing look. Right. It looks great when somebody makes a, a diving uh, attempt, but it looks fantastic, even if they miss it, um, when they pop up and, and look sharp. Right, yeah. and, and, and get back in the play. And so yeah. what I think it does is it shows a much higher level of understanding and willingness to do whatever it takes. You know, the, A lot of those little things are the difference between being really successful and not. You know, We talked about you know, the cutoff nightmare of the middle infielder who dove for the ball and then just stood up and, and the outfielder made the mistake of throwing it to the cutoff person when they weren't in cutoff position. And then when the throw got by the cutoff person who was in the wrong position, there was nobody else anywhere around because they all did their jobs. That was an important day, I'm sure. Yeah, too, and, right? and Arizona ended up rallying and winning that game in the regionals. To go to the series, right? right? Yeah, yep. so so we know it's going to happen, and, and it's all just planting the seeds of doing things the right way, getting in the habit of doing things that are the, the proper way of doing it. And sometimes that means hustling for another couple of seconds, waiting until after the play is really done to get time out, to get the Band-Aid for the scrape on your elbow, or to dust yourself off, or to you know knock the dirt out of your belt because you dove back head first at first base. Let's play the play out first, and then worry about the second part of that. And so to do that, we have to work on the technique of, if I'm a base runner, getting up by and still staying in contact with the base. If I'm a defender, it's got to be getting up quickly and being in position to make a throw as quickly as I can. And if we work on both of those things, something that sounds pretty dumb, Get up. And sometimes those are things that you don't really think that much about, Tori. And I'm excited that we're talking about it because, you know, the kids that do just call timeout laying there at first base, it shuts it down. Right. It, it means that any error that anyone else makes in a, in a throw or a 
potentially easy toss, it doesn't matter at that point anymore, right? Right. Well, and we do something yeah. at the at the beginning of every practice that we just call get-ups, and we do it as kind of a conditioning uh, preparation thing, but it's also with the idea of being able to be athletic enough to get up off the ground as quickly as possible. You know, they start on their, you know, laying face down, and the first one is they have to be able to get up and get running as quickly as they can. And it's so funny to watch across the board. You'll have one kid that in one movement, Swift movement yeah, yep. gets one leg under them and is sprinting forward in like a half a second. And, you know, the next person right next to him, you know, it's like, you know, a, a seven-step process just to get up. It's like, get up to a knee, then the other knee, then one foot, <laughs> then the other foot. Then they stand up and then they run. Some and core strength. Right. But yeah. so, so, you know, something as simple as that. Then we do another version of it where they sit cross-legged and they have to get up, but they have to get up without using their hands. So they can't put one hand down. So the idea is, Push can they rock forward up. a little bit and just using their leg strength, propel themselves up? We do another one where they do a somersault. And from that somersault, can they keep that momentum going forward to get up as quickly as we can? And, you know, there's a whole bunch of different versions of ones that we do. But it's the whole idea is to see how quickly they can get up and become athletic Be again. athletic, yeah. There's lots of ways that you can practice it, but it coaches, it's something we need to be better at, whether it's as a base runner. And break this habit of you know calling timeout immediately and thinking that the play stops just because you made it back to first base and you didn't get doubled off or whatever base it is and didn't get doubled off. Let's work on getting up and being ready to stay in the play. So there's really no part of the game where you just stay there, right? You got to get up. Well, not, not the game the way we want it played. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's lots. It. There's lots of times that you can just lay there. <laughs> and I like I like the thought too, Tori. Like you're saying, there's many different uh, versions of having to get up because when you make a, a hook slide or a crazy creative slide, there's no telling what position you're going to be in. Right. So to have done all the things and varieties, like you're saying, I think would be in a high-end scenario, really beneficial. I think that's awesome. Right. Well, and, and, and that's a great example, Don. So you picture yeah. that kid that uh, just stole second base. The ball beat her there, but she's got this really crazy slide where she goes in the back door and just grabs the base with her you know, with her hand, and, and that's what stops her from sliding by. The ball, All kicks, sudden the ball away. kicks away from, this, yep. from the shortstop. And because she's really good at getting up quickly, the fact that the ball ro- rolled five feet away from the shortstop is enough space for her to get going and have a chance to get to third. She's safe by half a step rather than being right. out by half a step. Versus the yeah. other kid who takes three seconds to stand up and just stands at second <laughs> base because she's you know there's no way that she's ever going to get another base. The and next so, the next sack sack fly doesn't get her home. Right. Yeah. And so for us, it's all part of you know just continually thinking about little things that we can do to elevate our game. So uh, coaches. I know it sounds crazy, but teach them to get up better I and like teach it. them the ways to do it for the different situations that they're in so that they can be more efficient and do it better. Make so, it fun. Yeah, Fun's always a little bit of fun. Yeah. So let's wrap up number 98. Make sure we think about our sponsors, Anderson Bad Company, Patreon.com. Please reach out to us at everythingfastpitch at gmail.com or fastpitchprep at gmail.com if you have questions, suggestions, or ideas. And make sure you check out fastpitchprep.com for all the information that's on our website and to order your Square Cuts training discs. So for Coach Don McKinley, our producer, Stan Lewis, this is Coach Tori in the Cherokee Batting Range Podcast Studio saying thanks for listening to number 98. We'll talk to you again soon.